0: Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us this week on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Shannon Pahulski. Shannon led the University of Nebraska Cornhuskers to three NCAA titles, Shannon has three PBA Women's Series titles, including back-to-back wins in 2009, winning on the chameleon and scorpion patterns during the World Series of Bowling. Shannon, I want to thank you for joining myself and Coach Casey of Clemkin today.
1: Well, thanks for having me.
0: Well, Shannon, you were a 2005 University of Nebraska graduate. You were invited back to your alma mater to take part in a really cool reunion with your 2004 championship team. What was it like to be See some of the old faces and some of your old friends that you maybe haven't kept as quite in touch with. But how cool is it to be able to go on uh, the Cornhuskers football field during halftime?
1: It's definitely awesome. Um, you know, I had debated bowling the World Series and I was bummed because that was going to be the same weekend of the reunion and I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Tin workouts to go to the World Series, so we decided last minute to drive to Lincoln. And, you know, it was a short trip and I was like, you know, is it really going to be worth it? But, you know, when you get there and you're in the moment and everything's going on and you see, you know, just the facility where you spent four years of your life, day in and day out, they've redone, like, a locker room for the girls. it's So, things are so much different there now than when I even graduated in '05 05. It was a really cool experience, um, you know, seeing the girls then seeing some of the girls since we left because they don't really bowl much anymore with family and kids, so... It was fun to see them, you know, just talk about things that have happened in the recent years and going on the field when ninety one thousand people are screaming. I mean <laughs> it's just something you can't really describe and you know, they are they live and die by their Huskers. It doesn't matter what team it is, but you know, the, the city of Lincoln and actually the state of Nebraska live and die by all the Husker athletics.
2: was that your first time back there, Shannon, since you graduated?
1: Um I had drove through one other time and they were working on some renovations. So, yeah, it was my first time back, like officially being there to like walk through and see everything.
2: And how, how did you originally choose Nebraska for, for college? You know, we've had, uh, we've got some Nebraska ties. Uh, we've had uh, uh, Coach Paul Klemp on the show before and, and uh, you know, he and Coach Straub have done an amazing job there for a number, a number of years. Coach Klemp, I actually bowled against when I was in school. And you know, So what, what was it for you that got you to go to Nebraska for college?
1: You know, I wasn't really heavily recruited out of high school. Um, and they brought my family and I on a visit. And just the things they had to offer and the support they get to all the athletic you know, people that they bring in is definitely something different than most people would ever dream of. Um, you know, they have their own facilities, their own tutors and stuff to help you academically because that's a huge deal to them, not just athletics. You know, the facility, we got to bowl right there on campus. And so just a, it was just everything, you know. Had a really good visit and was just excited to get, go there and bowl. They had success. Um, so, of course, being competitive, I like to win. So I wanted to go somewhere where I had a chance to win some titles.
0: So, talk about how you were able to balance your uh, your career as a, a student and an athlete and everything in your schooling, and how that worked for you. Because, like you said, you were probably one of those those ladies. I can imagine was at the lanes every day practicing. They had the you know they opened the doors for you, and then had to tell you when it was time to go. How do, how were you able to balance that and and you know still maintain your your grades? Um, being at an NCAA school,
1: they do a really good job of helping you balance that. Um, you have an athletic counselor who tells you what schools or what classes that you should take keeps you on track so you can't really stray off track if you're not going to class they're getting reports and they're telling you hey you know you haven't been at this class in so many days you need to you know make sure you're there and if we traveled they would send somebody to take notes if it was going to be a really important day and you needed some help so they really help you do that and obviously if your grades aren't good enough you don't get to play so that's that's always the kicker um so we you know we had mandatory practices, you knew the times they never strayed from those times, so you built your class schedules around that, so they they pretty much help you do everything, which makes it kind of easy. You know we didn't practice way late into the hour in the night, so we had plenty of time for homework and stuff. I think we practiced two thirty to five thirty in during the day, so class in the morning, eat lunch and go bowling for a few hours, and then you have the whole evening to work on homework.
2: Question for you about, uh, about your, uh, your, your bowling career here. We'll kind of get back on that for just a little bit here. And I don't know how many people realize it, but you, you absolutely have one of the most amazing careers and, and records and achievements in our sport. You know, you've, you've been our, uh, our country's national champion now at least five times and on team USA for more than a dozen years. And, uh, I think it's up near 30 or so medals in international competition and, and all that stuff. How much of that came from your experience and your coaching from Nebraska? And then, I don't know, did some of those experiences in college help, you know, shape your career as well just from what you learned there on, you know, when your times when you were in Nebraska?
1: It definitely did. Um, you know, I didn't have high school bowling when I was going to school, so I didn't really have any team bowling. Until I got to Nebraska, and it is a completely different mindset bowling with a team versus bowling by yourself. So being there helped me learn how to bowl as a teammate, which has helped obviously on all my years with Team USA to help win medals and you know have success for our country. Coach Straub and Coach Bumpo were very a very big part of my bowling career. Um, my grandfather taught me, and then my dad kind of helped. But once I got so far, it was a little past you know, what they knew. They only knew so much. So I've learned lots of little tricks and things from Coach Rob and Coach Kumpa that have helped me, you know, when I feel like I'm struggling, I just go back to what I would do then. And, you know, they're only a phone call away if I ever needed help. They're more than willing to help with, with anything. So they were a huge part. And then, you know, being on Team USA, I've had some great coaches with you know Fred Borden, Jerry Edwards, and now Rod and Kim and, Nick and Brian O'Keefe, so a lot of coaches. Um, you know, so the Team USA coaches have helped the same. You know, they do so much more video analysis than we did at school because we weren't that far advanced yet. So, been able to see all different aspects of the game, which has helped shape my career.
0: So, of all your travels overseas and all those, uh, all the times you've been for world uh, for the Team USA, what sticks out to your mind, your most as the best mem- one of your best memories?
1: Uh, I would definitely say winning the team gold in Hong Kong. Um, It was something, you know, we've talked about forever. We finished second by five pins and it was seven pins and it was nine pins or ten pins. I mean, it was just so close. And then to finally win the gold um, in Hong Kong was one of the best experiences we've had. It's something we still talk about. You know, you catch up with our teammates and just the pictures that we see hanging at the ITRC just to bring the vivid memory back of what it felt like to hear your national anthem with
2: your teammates. Yeah, that's definitely really cool. Hey, last question I have for you, Shannon. Going back to the, the 2004 national championships um, back when you were in Nebraska and you won, the, you won the Tyler, I remember watching you bowl on TV, and I remember that you were actually starting your approach with your ball out several feet away from – your body, almost like maybe the end of a traditional push away. And then just, I think it was only a couple, two or three steps from there. So and is my memory serving me correctly? Cause I don't, that's not something you normally see on, on TV. Was it like, was it a drill right. or what, what was going on it, there?
1: It definitely, it definitely was. Your memory is correct. I did do that. Um, during the early morning when we had bold, uh, some of our other matches, I've been struggling on my push away, getting it to the same spot consistently and, you know, making it the same shape. So I wasn't bowling great, and I knew that in order to win, I needed to do my part on the team. So that meant that the only way I could get the job done was to hold it out and take the front part of my push away out of play. So that's what I did. Um, I still talk about it. You know, I coach a high school team, and I still talk about all the different things that, you know, you just normally wouldn't do that. You're on TV. You don't want to look silly. You don't want to be doing something different. But that was the only way I could get the job done,
0: and so that's what I did. So, Shannon, uh, talk about um, how instrumental Roto-Grip has been. I know you're, you're on their you know, regional staff and such. And just talk about how, you know, because you've thrown other p- equipment as well, just talk about the transition from that and where you feel you are now and, and some of the, the pieces that are really fitting well into your arsenal in, in these days. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, I have thrown a lot of things. At school, we were at Columbia, and then the last few years, I've been with Rotogrip. Um, the first change was a little difficult, just learning all the new balls again. They're used to a certain thing. Um, but Rotogrip has been very instrumental lately. Um, I really like the bone balls. Being on the left side, I see the lane fresh a lot more. And they have the balls that pick up early, like the Hypercell and the Sinister, have really worked well for me. Um, some of the other... Uh, lower end balls like the uproar and the scream and the shot, I haven't had a chance to throw because they don't get too dry on my side. But I take the Sinister a lot. The Hypercell is what I um, use mainly in the Disturbed to win the BTA All-Star Championship. It's the more rolly the smoother shapes since my lane doesn't transition as much.
2: I think you had too, if I remember, in uh, when you won the uh, the team trials in Vegas. I think uh, Jim Callahan had, in Dell, I think they had punched you up uh, a disturbed or maybe he was in asylum yep, That
1: was the same one. As well, yep, too, wasn't was it? Yeah. One. Yeah, it was funny because I had drilled a couple of disturbs at home and I and they just didn't match up with the league shot and stuff. And so when we were talking, I'm like, you know, the disturbed isn't one that I had gotten to throw a lot. And so Jim's like, well, you know, let's try this layout. And, you know, it's become one of my favorite balls (laughs) and those guys are so amazing they have so many great layouts Um, because the layouts that I work on a house shot don't necessarily work when you're bowling in competition you need different things so those balls kind of get a break during league time and they come out when it's time to go bowl somewhere that means something (laughs)
0: <laughs> well and and I want to uh, finish up by asking the uh, all the news and and everything being put into place and all the pieces being put into place now with the Professional Women's Bowling Association getting back rolling which I'm sure when you heard that news you were very excited just talk about your initial reaction and then what your plans are as far as bowling some of the events next year.
1: Um definitely was excited. Um you know when I was in school in 2003 I remember vividly when the tour ended um, and then thinking, you know, what's going to happen next? Surely it will come back by the time I'm out of school. I still got a couple years. So now that it's been 11 years, and to hear the news, um, I got first read it on Facebook, you know, and I was so excited. I was telling Megan, I was calling my family, and then I made sure the boss knew because I <laughs> wanted to make sure that they understood that this was happening, and they did, and they've been very supportive with my bowling. So we have made plans to maybe bid on a couple tournaments um, for the The group I work for, um, game entertainment management, we have centers in Cleveland, Dayton, Columbus, and Cincinnati. So We might put a bid in for a couple of the sites um, and then just to plan to bowl probably all of them, depending on where they are across the country. Um, I was excited to hear that Lucy, they skipped the Lucy weekend. I look forward to bowling that every year. Donna does a great job down there. So just excitement, you know, ready to get back in practicing like I did when I was in school working on different things and getting everything in line to, to be ready
0: well great stuff uh, shannon it was, it was a pleasure talking to you and all the best of luck and we'll definitely have to catch up to you next year uh, probably right around the time things start rolling for the professional women's tour
1: thank you guys for having me on it's been a pleasure and i look forward to talking to you then